In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Welcome to today's edition of Pointing to the Saviour of the World with Patrick Tafur on this Sunday, feast day of the baptism of the Lord. O Lord, open our lips and we shall praise your name. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us adore Christ, the Son, the Beloved, in whom the Father is well pleased. O God, take pity on us and bless us, and let your face shine upon us, so that your ways may be known across the world and all nations learn of your salvation. Let us adore Christ the Son, the Beloved, in whom the Father is well pleased. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and rejoice, for you judge the peoples with fairness, and you guide the nations of the earth. Let us adore Christ the Son, the Beloved, in whom the Father is well pleased. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. The earth has produced its harvest. May God, our God, bless us. May God bless us. May the whole world revere him. Let us adore Christ the Son, the Beloved, in whom the Father is well pleased. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us adore Christ, the Son, the Beloved, in whom the Father is well pleased. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, 
Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen one, in whom my soul delights. I have endowed him with my spirit, that he may bring true justice to the nations. He does not cry out or shout aloud. Or make his voice heard in the street. He does not break the crushed reed, nor quench the wavering flame. Faithfully, he brings true justice. He will neither waver, nor be crushed, until true justice. Is established on earth, for the islands are awaiting his law. I, the Lord, have called you to serve the cause of right. I have taken you by the hand and formed you. I have appointed you as a as covenant of the people. And light of the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to free captives from prison, and those who live in darkness from the dungeons. The word of the Lord. The Lord will bless His people with peace. Or give the Lord, you sons of God, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of His name. Adore the Lord in His holy court. The Lord will bless His people. With peace, the Lord's voice resounding on the waters, the Lord on the immensity of waters, the voice of the Lord full of power, the voice of the Lord full of splendor. The Lord will bless His people with peace. The God of glory thunders in His temple. They all cry, "Glory!" The Lord sat enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits as King forever. The Lord will bless His people with peace. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to Titus. God's grace has been revealed, and it has made salvation possible for the whole human race, and taught us that what we have to do 
is to give up everything that does not lead to God and all our worldly ambitions. We must be self-restrained and live good and religious lives here in this present world. While we are waiting in hope for the blessing which will come with the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. He sacrificed himself for us in order to set us free from all wickedness and to purify a people so that it could be his very own and would have no ambition except to do good. But when the kindness and love of God our Saviour for mankind was revealed, it was not because he was concerned with any righteous actions we might have done ourselves. It was for no reason except his own compassion that he saved us by means of the cleansing water of rebirth and by renewing us with the Holy Spirit, which he had so generously poured over us through Jesus Christ our Saviour. He did this so that we should be justified by his grace to become heirs looking forward to inheriting eternal life. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia. Someone is coming, said John. Someone greater than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. A feeling of expectancy had grown among the people who were beginning to think that John might be the Christ. So John declared before them all, I baptize you with water, but someone is coming, someone who is more powerful than I am, and I am not fit to undo the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now, when all the people had been baptized, and while Jesus 
after his own baptism was at prayer, heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily shape like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved, my favour rests on you. The Gospel of the Lord. Reflections on today's feast of the baptism of the Lord. Now, when all the people had been baptized, and while Jesus, after his own baptism, was at prayer, heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily shape like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved, my favour rests on you. Today's feast marks the conclusion of the Christmas season and the beginning of ordinary time. It's a feast of transition from Jesus' hidden life to that of his public ministry. It also echoes the theme of the Epiphany, in that the baptism of the Lord is another manifestation announcing Jesus' divinity to all of his first followers and to the disciples of John the Baptist. First of all, it needs to be pointed out that Jesus did not need the baptism of John. Jesus had no need to repent. But, nonetheless, he comes to John. John resists at first, but Jesus insists. Why did he receive baptism? Some people may ask. First, by accepting the baptism of John, Jesus affirms all that John had said and done and affirms his sacred role of preparing the way for Jesus and for a new era of grace. Therefore, the baptism of Jesus acts as a bridge between the Old Testament prophets, of which John was the last, and the New Testament era of grace and truth. Second, 
It has been said that when Jesus entered the waters of baptism, he was not baptized by the waters. Rather, his baptism was one in which all the created waters of this world were, in a sense, baptized by him. By entering into the waters, Jesus sanctified water and poured forth his grace, making all water the future source of salvation. The third thing we can take from today's events in the gospel is that the baptism of Jesus was an epiphany. It was a moment of manifestation as he emerged from the waters Heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, You are my son, the beloved. My favour rests on you. This manifestation of the sonship and divinity of Jesus took place in a physical, audible and visible form so that all present would know without question that Jesus was indeed the Son of the Father. Thus, his baptism is a way in which the Father introduced his Son and his Son's mission to the world. Brothers and sisters, as we prepare to begin ordinary time, let us reflect today upon these words of the Father at the baptism of Jesus. You are the beloved. No, you are my son, the beloved. My favour rests on you. Let us hear the Father speaking to us about the divinity of his son let us also turn our eyes to jesus and prepare ourselves to follow him and to point others to him to heed every word he speaks he was sent into this world to draw us to the father allowing him to fulfill that mission in all our lives today. It's our mission as well as Christians, as followers of Christ, not only to follow Jesus, to heed his every word, but also to encourage others, to be a role model to others, to draw them to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, is a huge responsibility we're taking on as Christians to be followers of Christ, to point others to Christ, to fulfill our mission as sons and daughters of the Father by virtue of our own baptism. 
Do we take our responsibilities seriously? Are we prepared to draw others to the Father as Jesus did in his ministry while on earth? Let us take a few moments to reflect upon these questions. Let us pray together. God our Father, creator of everything, Jesus his Son, our brother, Holy Spirit of truth, our protector and our guide, we believe that you are the Son of the Eternal Father and the Saviour of the world, Lord Jesus. We believe that you have brought about a new era of grace and truth, and that we are all called to follow you wherever you lead us. As we begin this liturgical season of ordinary time, may it be a time of extraordinary grace in which we daily heed your voice and encourage others to do the same. And for the many times that we haven't heed your, heeded your voice, for the many times that we have failed in our mission to be role model for others, to draw them to you, Heavenly Father, we ask for forgiveness and for the strength to carry on our duties with all seriousness. Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, we trust in your love and mercy for us and the whole world. Amen. Let us pray to our Redeemer, who humbled himself to receive baptism at the hands of John. Lord, have mercy. Christ our Lord, you taught us how to live. Open our eyes to the light which is ever ready to enlighten them. Lord, have mercy. You humbled yourself to receive baptism from your servant. Help us to share in your saving mission and give ourselves for others. Lord, have mercy. Your baptism has made us children of the Father. Grant 
the spirit of sonship to all who seek you. Lord, have mercy. Your baptism. With baptism, you have opened the door of repentance. Make us living ministers of your gospel of new life. Lord, have mercy. Your baptism has revealed to us the persons of the Trinity. Renew the spirit of God's sons in the royal priesthood of all the baptized. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bring peace and comfort to the sick, the dying, those in despair, those who are oppressed and those who are experiencing any form of difficulty this day. Lord, have mercy. We pray for the souls of the faithful departed. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. Lord, have mercy. In the silence of God's stillness, brothers and sisters, let us bring our own personal intentions. We now ask Mary, our mother, and the mother of our Saviour, to intercede for us, to pray for us, and with us, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, 
When Christ was baptized in the river Jordan, the Holy Spirit came upon him, and your voice proclaimed from heaven, You, this is my beloved Son, grant that we who by water and the Holy Spirit are your adopted children may continue steadfast in your love. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining me today to reflect upon the Word of God, to meditate and to worship the Holy Trinity. We ask for the grace to follow Jesus steadfastly and to encourage others to do the same. I wish you a peaceful and a blessed day of the feast of the baptism of the Lord. We finish our prayers like we started in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>